This little light of mine. Welcome to the Witness to Love podcast, where we discuss the transforming power of authentic witnesses and community that marriages and families create for our church and world. I'm Mary Rose Verrett. And I'm Ryan Verrett. We are a Catholic married couple seeking to draw other married couples closer to Christ. We release a podcast every third Thursday of the month. Thank you for tuning in. We're so glad you are here. Welcome back to the Witness to Love podcast, uh, where we will be interviewing today and just having conversation with Mark and Abby. And uh, yeah, if you are joining us for this podcast, uh, you should also know that Mark and Abby did our couple's witness video earlier this month. And uh, they had a, just a beautiful story, beautiful witness. And I'll let them introduce themselves. And then uh, maybe, uh, and then of course, Ryan is here. Yeah, hi everybody. <laughs> um, we met Mark and Abby, I guess it was four years ago when you when you were engaged engaged yeah yeah uh we were um engaged at the time and i think i had come across something about witness to love online and um, we were really hoping to just get something more out of our marriage prep than what our diocese offered um so we looked a little bit more into the program and then i stumbled across i think your email ryan and i individually emailed you and um we had a great time y'all, y'all invited us over to your house and just had a great time talking about y'all vision for marriage preparation. And um, it was definitely something that we just really desired um, to have like a greater, greater relationships with mentor couples that someone who could journey with us as we were preparing for marriage, but then also after the wedding day too, of like being able to continue to journey with and go to whenever we hit those little hiccups in the road. And um, so that, that time with y'all was such a blessing for us. And, it's been so great just to see all of the ways that Witness to Love is helping shape marriage preparation and um, now even marriages. Yeah, and I think one of the things that most attracted us to Witness to Love is the, the mentor couple aspect. Abby and I, are we're always looking for community. We're always looking for, to, for good people to, to be around that will build us up. But we're also trying to look ahead at, okay, so who's been doing this longer than us and who's been who's who's doing this better than, than us and, and what can we learn from them and how can we kind of emulate them learn from them and then like build a relationship with them and that that's what really yeah stuck out to us about the the witness to love model so yeah th- thanks for having us it's great to be here. Well, we can all learn from each other even and uh you know especially and so while y'all may have been learning things from us uh, we've also been learning things from you <laughs> um and uh um, just in and maybe to recap for our listeners, uh, I, you know, when we were listening to your witness video, the uh, there were two things that really uh, stood out. One was uh, where Abby was sharing just kind of with you know, having children and being at home during the pandemic and just, you know, feeling isolated and knowing, hey, wait, I'm not supposed to be doing this, you know, just us as a couple or me as a mom, but like we need other couples and other other mom, you know, I like I need community. Um, so we could chat about that a little bit, but then the other thing was also Mark had shared uh, just a, uh, you know, just a beautiful, very, just very vulnerable open story about just how, like, if you don't believe you have something to offer, that you have a gift to share with the world that is going to impact just how you feel that you belong to your community, your church, your family, you know, even your marriage, you know, so just, um, maybe we can just jump right in and, and maybe talk a little bit, maybe Abby, just with you know, with your, um, you just experience and, and need just the importance of belonging to community. 
Right. I think that, um, you know, whenever we were in college and before getting married and before having kids, it was a little bit easier to be in community. We did a lot of things. We had a, a good young adult community um, at our college campus. And so um, we had a little bit more freedom. And so we were able to get together a little bit more often. And then as you become married and you kind of enter into different seasons, some people are married, some are not, some have one kid, some have two, three, it just gets a little bit more challenging. And I think um, right now we're in the midst of COVID and a little bit of um, just difficulties of like having the opportunity to get together and get together safely. And so I, um, I definitely found myself going through this period of more so of just like isolation of like Mark was off at work. And so he was getting together with work people and people that he was friends with, but it just got a little bit more challenging for me. And I almost turned inward. Um, and I, I experienced the negative effects of that. I felt extremely overwhelmed as a mom of two little kids. And um, I just, I realized that I had let some relationships go. And I, I, it was in that moment that I recognized the importance of those relationships and how like I have to actively pursue those relationships and stay in touch with the people that, that I love and that are there for me and that wanna help, that wanna be there for me. But I also, I have to be the one to open the doors for them and to say like, okay, I need help. I need a break. Um, I need you just to come spend time with me and my house is a wreck and uh -huh. <laughs> stuff everywhere. I don't need you to necessarily clean any of it, but just come sit and say it's okay, <laughs> you know? Yes. We can clean it up later sort of thing. So that was that was definitely one, a, a beautiful moment when a friend of mine um, really just came over and she just sat with me in my mess, you know? And I felt so loved and um, that particular time Mark was away for work. And I really, again, felt that feeling of alone, like just being alone, feeling very isolated by the gift of that person just kind of coming in. Um, yeah, like that the Lord's working through the people in our lives and we have to be open to that, be open to other people. Absolutely. It reminds me, Ryan is always telling me, he's saying, you know, you, you need to go, when have you called so-and-so? When have you gone and hung out with so-and-so? When have you like, you know, gone and done something? And so I think you ever heard the expression, you know, be, be the friend you want, you know, to have, you know, and then that includes like, ringing somebody up and saying like, I'm always wanting to text people and Ryan's like, take out the phone yeah. and call them. Yeah, I don't know if it's a guy thing or I've always like guys just kind of really easy just to say, Hey, what you doing? And then just like a quick connect. And it's like, but um, I don't know, sometimes maybe, maybe ladies, but maybe that's just my first experience. Sometimes um, ladies takes a little bit more um, kind of maybe because obviously with children and just different things. And, but you know, well, it's like when you have kids and you just like, I feel like you go into it sometimes, not all, but sometimes you like go into a black hole. It's like you, your, your phone is dead, can't find it, you know, your friends are all in the same situation, and, like, the chance of having a clean house, charged phone, and a friend who's not sick, or their kids are not sick to, like, get together with, like, good luck, and so to, like, call someone out in the blue and be, hey, you want to go have lunch, or you want to come <laughs> over and help me fold laundry, you know, just seems awfully presumptuous, <laughs> and so, you know, it just doesn't happen, you know? Mm -hmm. And just the vulnerability factor that you were kind of mentioning with Mark, I want you to share too a little bit more with yours, but I mean, you, it requires vulnerability. We had, uh, it was probably two or so weeks. We had reached out to a friend of ours. They have kids the same age as ours. And we were going to go to this nature trail outside where we could take the kids and they could walk. Well, 
our kid got sick and had fever, so we couldn't go. So then the, the following week came along and, you know, we're like, okay, we're going to reach out again. We're going to invite them again. And then their kid got sick. So oh, it was like, yes. we next. And so it's just a continuous, like, okay, it didn't work out, but that doesn't mean that we need to stop trying. Like we're going to eventually sync up, you know? Yeah. And it's like constantly remembering like, like the, the same try, try and try again. Like, um, in that sense, we can, um, we can feel like things just aren't working out and maybe we should just not worry about it. You know, sometimes when there's little like hiccups like that in, um, trying to build community, but the, the key there is like to just continue, continue trying, continue being the one to be vulnerable, to be the one to reach out, mm-hmm. uh, to try to spend time with others. Yeah, and I think it's a, it's a kind of a, it's a law of physics maybe <laughs> or in kind of internally i would say this often and uh that you know as human beings we we grow first and foremost and always within relationships mm-hmm. and i just think if anything we could remember in life is that the more we we are invested and enriched by relationships the better person we're going to be and when we're a better person our spouse is a better person our mm-hmm. children are better people you know, it's sort of, um, it's sort of, you know, so all of these things, it's just, it's just the, the challenge, right? It's just to kind of figure this out. So even Abby, you were talking about just your friend coming over, just kind of sitting in your mess. I mean, obviously you're, you're uh, literally saying that, but it's, <laughs> uh, you know, but where well, you figure really saying it, but it's literally, it's, uh, it's, um, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of the, the reality of how it, it feels sometimes. But um, anyway, just, I think for everyone who's listening to just really think about that and it's, it has to be. It has to be sort of the priority. Obviously, this year belonging is kind of focused on that, that when we're connected, um, we, it brings out the best in us and uh, we're able to understand ourselves so much more. And for our listeners, uh, you know, this was a recent conversation that we just had um, that uh, uh, our friend Jason shared with us. He said, if you, for example, see a friend that, you know, is really somebody who you're friends with on social media and they are you know, maybe overposting or oversharing, you know, maybe that's an SOS. Maybe they actually haven't gotten to visit with somebody in person in a while. You know, maybe they, they're overposting because something else is going on in their life. But that if you, you know, if there's anybody that just comes to mind, or you just have a sense of like, gee, I haven't talked to that person in a while, maybe I should reach out. Or, you know, if, if basically like God puts a prompting on your heart to like do something or reach out. It doesn't matter like how out the blue it is. Like you just do it. Like I can't tell you how many times where I like thought of somebody and then I was like, I'm just text them and tell them I'm praying for them today. And they're like, I needed to hear that, you know, I'm with my mom at the hospital or, you know, like we just definitely open to the promptings of the Holy spirit when it comes to, you know, friendships and relationships and that it's never like too long uh, to be the one to reach out, but it is a vulnerability. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And I think that that goes back to, to Abby and I's video that, um, that we filmed with you guys, like the Lord wants to do something, um, to us in community, but he also wants to do something through us. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's that, um, the beautiful fact that we all have something to, to give, in, in community, you know, and it's not simply so Abby invited um, a friend over into our mess. Yes. Um, well, most, you said our mess. Yeah. <laughs> she said my mess. You said our mess. <laughs> um, invited a friend into our mess, but mm-hmm. that was also in some way blessed by being, being with her, with us, with our family in the midst of, 
yes, literalness um, and, and toys everywhere, but in the midst of also like the feeling of isolation and then being able to to, to realize that, that, that they're not alone because they were actually feeling very similar things that Abby was um, which they, they didn't uh, know about until they were able to connect. Yeah, and I think too that this kind of segues into your piece on how, um, yeah, just like we all have like gifts to offer and things like that of when you're in community with people and as you're growing in relationship, you start to learn more about each other. And one of the big things has been like love languages for us and learning what our love languages are and like, how do we best give love? How do we best receive it? And so that's been something that's been super helpful for us too, because I can think of a friend of mine who just her love language is quality time. And so if my gift, I have like a gift of initiating things. I'm <laughs> when I, when I am open to, you know, letting the Lord work through me, I can easily reach out and say, Hey, you want to get together or whatever. Um, and like, it's a gift to her just to be able to spend time together. So it, that's been really an important thing in our journey too. I find in this, these last couple of months of just learning, like what are the gifts that we have and learning, like how can we intentionally use those gifts with people in a way that loves them and like, you know, gives love to them in a way that they can receive that love. Mm-hmm. Did you want to talk any more about your, like, how did you come across? How did you go through that journey of figuring out what are the gifts that you have and how do you yeah. share those with other people? Yeah, sure. I think that um, um, comparison or comparing ourselves to others um, is uh, something that can be deadly to us, um, maybe not physically, but spiritually and emotionally. Um, and I spent a lot of time in my life comparing myself to people I looked up to, wishing that I could be like uh, so-and-so, you know. Um, but the, the beautiful thing is that I'm, I'm not so-and-so and I'm not supposed to be, right? And, and neither is Abby and she's not supposed to be. We're so, I'm supposed to be Mark. She's supposed to be Abby. And the Lord's going to bring about good things through us. Um, and so I think once, uh, and I can say I still struggle with comparison mm-hmm. and still struggle with trying to be a, a different person at times. And, but like whenever we can own and like what the Lord has given us and then like give it back to him, good things can come out of that. You know, um, in Abby and I's video, I shared how when I was nine years old, I was diagnosed with Tourette syndrome, which is a neurological disorder um, that causes me to tick and fidget um, different than most people would, I guess. And for a long time, it, it, it kind of made me isolate myself thinking that I didn't have anything to give to other people because I was different or I wasn't the same. And, um, but I think it has, so I was diagnosed when I was nine, I'm 32 now and I'm still working on it. (laughs) Uh, Still working on it. And and yeah, I think through the years, the Lord has just slowly, very slowly revealed to me that, uh, that I still have something to contribute, you know, and, and how true is that for like all of our lives that we, we all have something to contribute. And there's also the the dark side of that, that there's something or someone that does not want us to contribute, right? That doesn't want us to share our gifts with other people. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's such a great, a great temptation for me. I was just having this conversation with um, Father Mitch Seymour 
he's the preset St. Thomas Aquinas. And um, I was telling him how I had, when I was walking into the church, I saw all of these beautiful flowers blooming. And it was just this something that hit me internally, like the Holy Spirit speaking to me, like, look, these are all of the beautiful things that are right here for you. And your focus is on the one that's not blooming, you know, and like, how easy is it for us to like, have our attention drawn to the things that aren't lining up or like Mark said, that comparison of all the things like I don't have versus like, look at all the things the Lord has given me, you know? Um, and like, how am I using those things to glorify him? Yes. Oh, that is, I think that's the, the temptation for, for all of us is like, well, I'm not good at this or I can't do that. Or this person does that better than me. And I remember an article I read a few years ago called, it was on the, um, something like the art of rugged hospitality or the, basically you don't have to be Martha Stewart in order to have people over. And I think in our Instagram, oh, that's true. And in our Instagram world, you know, where everything has to be filtered, you know, you can't have people over in your mess with a filter, right? You can't say, you know, when you walk in my door, I just want to get your phone out, turn your filter on and just keep it on me. Right. You know, it's, a, it's a, you know, keep the alternate reality. But, um, but no, I, I think, it's whenever someone else has invited us into their mess, you know, like, Hey, you know, we, we, we haven't even started cooking dinner yet, but we really want to get together with you guys. Why don't you come over? And like, when you, know, when you get here, the guys will go to the store and get something for the grill. Right. Like mm -hmm. that, those are the friends that like Ryan always says we can have friendships with, because if we got to plan it way too far in advance, oh, yeah. like it will get, like you said, the kid's going to get sick and, but the friend who can say, I'm driving through town, I got eight kids in my car, can I show up on your doorstep? Um, like, and da the Dawson's, I'm speaking to you. <laughs> um, uh, you know, th those are the people we can be friends with because we know we can do the same bring, thing to them. It brings immediate joy, not anxiety, which is awesome. Yes. You know? yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, I think that the fact that like we, we give, we witness to that and we give other people the okay to also in turn not have to have everything yes. cookie cut house neat as a pin before you invite people over. So, you know, by just like having people show up and maybe not every toy is tucked away or every dish is tucked away or whatever, that like allowing people to see us like that, at least for me, it makes me feel com more comfortable whenever I can see other people that, hey, don't, you know, that's not really a normal thing to live in an Instagram perfect house all the time. Like, to me, that tells me that we're not really living if mm -hmm. everything is in order, like we have a young family and like <laughs> most of the time toys are all over our house or, you know, the uh, kitchen spoons and things are spread out all over the floor and pots and things like that. Yeah. And I, I think like being in community and like belonging with the community with others has taught us that because I think we were used to the cookie cutter, the perfect, um, the ideal, um, and kind of like, yeah, being in community with, with good people has just helped us and showed us that we can be ourselves. Um, and and we, we've learned that just from being in community. So um, Abby and I, this isn't our idea, but Abby and I pick words of the year. Um, we choose a, a word of the year, we started last year. So it, our word last year, it was hospitality because we saw people who were just so good at being hospitable. 
and it wasn't that they had this gorgeous home or anything. It was just that they were, they had an, an openness and a vulnerability to just come on in, you know, like whatever we have going on, we can make time, we can make space for you. And Abby and I saw that and we were like, wow, we're terrible at that. <laughs> like, we, then it was 2020. <laughs> yeah, we got to get better at this. Um, and the, yeah, the Lord led us in 2020. Like Our word of the year for our family was hospitality, to be more hospitable. And yes, COVID happened in 2020, shut stuff down, but we still had amazing opportunities to be hospitable and to practice that rugged hospitality that you were talking about, Barry Rose. Um, and we, we had, we were able to have couples over at our house just to come hang out. We were able to have families over. We actually hosted Thanksgiving dinner in 2020 our for, our, for our family, for our parents, um, which is beautiful, you know? And I think 2022, that was, I mean, Mark, you've, you've lived here. I moved in whenever we got married, but he's lived here for over seven years now. Um, yeah. And most was, of the people that live around here are kind of the same neighbors. And we had really had conversations with them or even like had them over to our house. So that was the year that we actually, each set of our neighbors came over, whether that was our backyard or one of them felt comfortable enough to walk right through the front door and like help me change sort of thing. And so that, you know, I just, I can't even look back and think of how we lived here, even for the four years that we've been married and we were closed off to that. You know, Mm -hmm. we weren't open to those opportunities that are even like right here next to us. And so, um, just yesterday, I saw the neighbors were outside. So we grabbed some cookies, threw them in a Ziploc bag, and we, we ran across the street to go tell them hello. And um, that has been such a gift to me. And that has been such like a blessing that the Lord is, is trying to give us if we're open to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love just all the, I mean, we could talk all day here. We might have mm-hmm. to have y'all back on the podcast. <laughs> We'd love to come. Yes. And maybe just kind of in, 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 in wrapping up and kind of bringing us back, but we're definitely going to have y'all back on because this conversation is not over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, but maybe just kind of in, uh, I love some of the tips, Abby, that you were sharing, you know, just go, go knock on your neighbor's door and, um, you know, uh, in, in hospitality, like Mark said, you know, invite people in, you know, just do this rugged, rugged hospitality in your yard, in your house, um, over the backyard fence. Uh, um, mm-hmm. But to, to be, be the friend, be the family, be the neighbor, be the person um, that, that you need in your life, be that for others. Um, and I think that if we all do that, uh, I think we'll definitely experience a, a deeper belonging, uh, connection to Christ, to, to, to our spouse, to our community. But that's what we need. That's definitely what the world needs right now. <laughs> Uh, well, God bless, and thank you all so much for, for coming on and uh, for sharing uh, your witness uh, in the video and your just the conversation today, and we look forward to having you over uh, in our home very soon. You're welcome. Thanks again for that. having us. Yes, thank you. This little light of mine. Thanks for joining the Witness to Love podcast today. You can learn more about our tools to support God's beautiful vision for your marriage at witnesstolove.org. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love to connect with you. Share how you and your spouse are being a witness to love in our world by using Witness to Love Movement hashtag on social media, and you'll have a chance to be featured in our stories. Always remember your marriage is called to be a light in the world. We'll see you next month. May God bless your marriage.
This little light of mine 